Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the Nintendo PowerCast. Here's your hosts, N64 Josh and Destinot. What is going on? Welcome to episode 26 of the Nintendo PowerCast. I'm your host, N64 Josh. I've got Destinot with me. How's it going, dude? 26 was a good year. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. No, it was a terrible year. I got put on guard duty for a month on my birthday. It's pretty sweet. Oh, like By sweet? Age I mean, not sweet. Yeah, I thought you yeah. meant like nineteen twenty-six. Like, I'm like, like, bro, you were year even... twenty-six, like when Jesus how, was twenty. How do you get guard duty for a month? Uh, you're in Iraq. Oh, okay. Living, living sense. the good life. <laughs> Drinking that sweet orange soda, eating falafel. <laughs> I hate my life. What's going on, dude? What is up? How's it going? It's going good, man. It's going good. It's going very good, actually. Very, very good. Just want to let you guys know, this podcast is a product of the LootCave.com. There you'll find all kinds of gaming articles, different podcasts, and all kinds of just gaming content. So go check out the LootCave.com. Um, we do this show live on Twitch.tv slash the LootCave, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on every Tuesday. And I think there's kids outside my house having fun. I've tried to talk them out of having fun, and they still just do it. I don't. I a don't Nintendo understand. podcast, Josh. I know. So if you hear happy children, children in the background, it's either that or I close my window and my office becomes the, the third level of hell. So I'd rather Ooh, not melt into a pile of goo right now. But, uh, hey, this was an exciting week for me. It's a very exciting week. I, I I told my wife Friday night, I said, hey, we haven't gone retro game hunting in a couple years, like actual like hunting, like yard sales and stuff. And so I said, hey, do you want, and she loves yard sales. Like she loves, I hate them personally. I can't stand them. And I tell her every time she goes, hey, ask them if they have Nintendo games. And she usually comes back empty handed. She came back with some uh, Game Boy games the last time she went, but usually empty handed. Well, I, uh. I went, we went together and the first one I got adventure Island two. So now I have all three on the NES. I was only missing two. You only collect sequels. Ah, dude, I don't know. This, this was a good, uh, it was a, it it was a good day for sequels that day. I got beautiful Joe two also, which I've never played either of those, uh, in that series on GameCube. So, um, but a lot of these games were like in the dollar bin. Adventure Island was a little bit more. Um and they had a golden eye there and they had some DS games but uh I uh I really was only just going for the stuff that I really wanted, not stuff that I was going to end up with duplicates of. So um got a handful of Wii games, a handful of Wii U games and I 
in an X, I got like a Namco museum on the Xbox and, uh, this was the best. I went to this one and I almost didn't get out of the car, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I'm just going to ask him. I could see him walking by. I'm like, Hey, you got Nintendo games. And he turns and looks at me and goes, I have boxes of Nintendo games. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh really? He's like, yeah, give me your phone number. When I start finding stuff, I'll, uh, I'll let you know. So he called me the next day and, uh, he, uh, he said, Hey, I got like Sega, I got Sega stuff and some GameCube stuff and PlayStation stuff. I'm like, well, I'm going to go check it out. Cause he said, you know, he said boxes of games. So I'm going to, I'm going to go check it out. Well, what he had was a Sega CD with a Sega Genesis two on it with the 32 X inside of that. Yes. And the 32 X box, the cardboard box. And all the major cables, all the like the pr- proprietary cables that are probably impossible to get. Yeah. The only thing it's missing is the power plugs, basically. Those shouldn't be. Too I called hard. my local retro game store. I'm like, hey, what's the trade in value on this stuff? And then is it hard to get the the AC adapters? And he's like, no, you're good. Those those are the easy things to get. You know, he's like, as long as you have that that cord. I'm like, oh yeah, I've got, I've got all the courses I could actually stream Sega games now because this had an, uh, an AV cord with it. And it's a very interesting cord. It almost looks like a, like an S video, the way it plugs mm-hmm. into the back of the system, but yeah. there's only two little metal prongs coming out of it. One for yeah. audio, one for video. And I was like, that's, this is bizarre. I thought it was broke when I looked inside it, but um, so I'd never seen this Voltron before. So now <laughs> it's here. It is. Um, I have no way to check if it works or not. So I'm not no sure. games, no games. Hmm. so the other thing he had was a gamecube and it was the original gamecube like the first run that you could plug the component cables into so i'm immediately looking through for the component cables because i think i've told you guys i lost a set of those component cables i either gave them away or i threw them away aren't those um, things like 90 dollars uh, try 400 dollars uh, they're a myth <laughs> Yeah, four hundred dollars. I'll make you one for four hundred dollars. <laughs> it, it takes a. You have to have a chip for it. That's why they're so expensive. Allegedly, yeah. So, um, so anyway, I see that, and uh, open it up. It has Mario Party Four in it, and it still had the power adapter and uh, a set of AV ca- cables. No controllers for anything. Did you um, check the hidden compartment on the underside to see if there's like six thousand dollars in there? <laughs> that's not a bad idea, but no, I haven't. I haven't. So, um, bottom there. But anyway, I talked with this guy for a while and he's like, he goes, so you like, and he's a little hard to talk to kind of like real squirrely dude. And so he's like, uh, so you like the games? I'm like, yeah, the, the games. He's like, oh, okay. I have two boxes of the old ones where like you, you stick them in and push them down. That's the ones huh. you're looking for. <laughs> he goes, if I can get to them before my wife does, I'll give you a great deal on them. So I'm just like, oh my goodness. So I'm waiting for the call. I may go bug him again in a couple days just to see. Rough, rough guesstimate. How old is this guy who asks if you like the games? Um, you like the games? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm. I, he he looks a little more well ridden than he than mm. he probably is. So he's probably like like early to mid fifties, but he mm. looks a little more like sixties. Mm. But he has like a like a like a three or four year old daughter running around. So I don't know. He could be like, he could be my age for all I know. He's just like 
26 with a thousand kids. <laughs> yeah, he's just wore out. But um, uh, and I'll 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 finish up with this. But he bought this storage unit. He had had some bad luck. His wife lost his job. All this stuff, and he saw, um, he saw the storage unit that had all these Star Wars toys. He could see them from the front. And he bid seventeen hundred, and everybody there was like, "You're out of your ever loving mind. You're not going to get that back." So he wins the bid. He then gets a text message from the original owner of the storage unit. He's like, "Hey, um, I married a very attractive woman who was very ugly on the inside. She took pretty much all my money, and then wanted to divorce me for the rest of it. So I stopped paying on this storage unit. There's half a million dollars worth of stuff in that thing. Enjoy. I'm glad you got it. Huh. He's got Pokemon cards. What? <laughs> yeah. He's got Pokemon cards, like uh, like Magic the Gathering. He's got baseball cards. He's got... <laughs> it just... The list goes on and on of all this stuff that's... <laughs> I'm guessing he didn't have the money to buy it back. The guy didn't care. He didn't just want. He just didn't want his ex-wife. How do you ex-wife not care to, about half a million dollars? He's a millionaire, I guess, and uh, he, he just didn't want his ex-wife to get a hold of it. So sounds like, like he was hiding it from his wife, so he just started stashing his valuables. That's yeah, I don't know, but uh, but this guy has a whole group of friends that buy these storage units. So if I can get in the mix with these guys and be like, "Look, you need something heavy moved." Like call me and just pay me in games, right? Like I'm, I'm, I'm there in a second. So I'm hoping these guys could be my end to keep this, uh, um, you know, to keep this, uh, this, this addiction going, but <laughs> Captain um, Logan in the chat just said, Josh is going to be on one of those shows. I was literally <laughs> just thinking that he's going to be on like storage wars or something like that, yeah. but he won't be a participating member. He'll be on the guy. Like you guys got any more of them games? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he won't actually be on the show. He'll be the guy in the background of the show, like he just said, lifting all the heavy stuff. Right. They're like, hey, hey, careful with the games. <laughs> yeah. You see me running with all the games. I'm out. I'm out. See you later. So, but anyway, I'm hoping this turns into something beautiful and I can get those collections going, uh, going a lot to... Um, a little quicker than they have been. So, um, I do want to say, hey, everybody in the chat, Captain Logan... Ching Chong 16, um, Wib. Thanks, guys, for coming and hanging out with us live. We appreciate it. Um, as far as any other pickups, I did pick up the uh, um, on the Switch. I picked up, what's it called? Uh, Gunvolt, Mighty Gunvolt Burst. Is that what it is? Blast? I can't remember the, the last part of it. Um, anyway, it's supposed to, be, basically, you can play as. Uh, Beck from Mighty Number no. Nine, and everybody's like, "This is the game Mighty Number no. Nine should have been." It's literally a Mega Man clone. Like, you can only shoot left and right, and it's actually really fun. Music's good, graphics are fun. Like, it, they're good. It's it's good gameplay, and it's the same thing. Like, you find these different bosses, and you got to progress through. And I think you take their powers up, like at s- somehow or in some way. That's what it looks like. It looks very, very Mega Man esque. So, um. I do recommend that for 10 bucks. It's not a bad, not a bad pickup at all. So, um, Hey, did you pick up anything this, uh, this last week? Um, not this last week, but the last game I picked up was arms. Yeah. You loving Um, it? I like it quite a bit. I was surprised, you know, 
really makes me aware that there has not been a proper boxing game in a long time. And now with the 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 feedback on the Joy-Cons are much better than I anticipated. So I'm thinking like a, a fight night with those where I can actually punch the crap out of something might be very interesting. So you're doing are you doing mainly motion controls or or no? Yes, I am. So I started with the controller and then I read the um one of the game designers or something said you're never going to be great at the game if you don't use the motion controls. And so I was like, oh, I'll okay, I'll try it." And it took a while to realize like to curve your punch is different than you think. You you don't you know, make a wide punch like you would want to do. You just do a short punch and then curve the controller. And hmm. it works pretty dang well. And see, that's what I was wondering when Josh first told me. He's like, oh, I'm going to do mainly controller. And I think uh, you're streaming of the game, Josh. You've only done that with controller, right? I haven't. I only played the beta with the motion controls now okay. just once. And see, I was wondering because I think thought uh like you said hate like I, I was thought i thought there was like a lot of like you know curving and different styles of punches and i'm like well how does that translate when you're using a controller it, it seemed to me like it wasn't really doable i'm sure maybe there is but um yeah you can do it with the controller but it's it's pretty easy to curve with the motion controls and hmm. they work they work pretty well once you get a um, if you play through like the first round of the Grand Prix or whatever they call it, um, and you play it on easy, you'll have the controls down by the by the end of it. So yeah, it's not bad at all. Here's my dilemma with that game. I I would really like to get it. I just I don't know why. I feel like I don't want to pay. I feel like to me it's not worth sixty bucks. But Nintendo games never go on sale, so I'm gonna end up paying $60 for this game. Um, yeah, the replay, it's questionable because there's, you know, with much of these games, there's no story. Um, yeah. But if Nintendo would get their online working, like the online lobby system is great. Um, hmm. You get into matches pretty quickly. You, um, When you're not in a match, you're kind of watching a mock-up of the matches going on before you get thrown into one. So it's it works. They just they really need to get the party systems and everything going. Yeah. We'll see. Hmm. You mentioned lore. Did you guys hear about the lore for this for arms? We briefly talked about it last week. Did I we? Thought, like, just, it's like a one sentence description by the dev, and he's like, "Uh, one day everyone woke up with spring arms. Uh, we'll get to the rest later." <laughs> I was like, "What?" That was like officially from a dev. That's the lore of the game. Well, one of them doesn't even have spring arms. She has, like, spring ponytails. Flawed. So, um, yeah, there's no real story. They don't talk about the story at all. Um, you, you play through the game, and there's, like, a narrator who just talks about everything matter-of-factly. Hmm. And, but it's fun. The gameplay is really good, so it makes you want to play another round. So. I Can like you do it. Two player split screen or co op couch um, co-op? I believe you can. I haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. I think you can supposedly do four. You can't. I've done it. Okay. Okay. 
I'm just wondering because I think maybe the wife might get into that. Like, especially if we do like the way you're doing it, hate with the motion control. Yeah, that might be that might be the the route I have to take. Then you'd have to get the yellow Joy Cons, you know? Darn. Obviously, <laughs> um, and the AA battery packs. Right. Right. Because I'm a firm believer that the reason all these old people were throwing their arms out when they bought the original Wii is because, you know, you go to bowl and you're like, you should have trying to bowl for real on that Joy, or not the Joy-Con at the time. It was just that Wiimote weighed like, you know, half a pound. <laughs> so, you know, I don't, don't want to throw the arms out, you know. The arms yeah. out. Right. Right. Plus, I'm sure there's going to be the, uh, <laughs> like, the, what was what was that called back in the day? It was like yoga, but boxing. It was like. Uh, there was like a name for it. It was like, I don't know, box fit or something like that. Um, they'll probably have the, uh, the three pound attachments that attach to the oh. icon. That way you can, you know, work out for real. That wouldn't surprise Stop me. Stop teasing me. The next UFC game is coming to the switch. <laughs> that could be interesting. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Uh, Destin, any, any major game pickups or, uh, anything for you this past week? No, not on the Nintendo side of things. Um, I'm kind of holding out for, I think Splatoon 2 is the next big drop that I'm waiting for. Um, And then, of course, um, I've heard from individuals that have played it. um, If you were not into The Legend of Zelda, then Mario Odyssey is going to be like your... Your your reason to buy a Nintendo Switch. Huh. So I think I don't know. I guess I guess depending if if that's real or not. That's that's kind of a glowing review for that. So uh, I, no, need a, I need a quick favor from you, Dustnot. Yeah. Can you sell me on Splatoon two? I missed the uh, mm-hmm. tech demo, and I need a reason to buy it in a month. Okay, so I played. Only a couple matches of the uh, the demo. The uh, or should I say it's not it's not the tech demo. It's the uh, what did they call it? I don't even remember anymore. It had a special Nintendo stress, name. Not stress test. It was a. Uh... It's just like the arms was like. Yeah. What is it? What do they call? It? They call it, they call it something like uh, something fancy. It's fancy. Yeah. Okay, so but when I played it, basically I felt like I was playing the original Splatoon. Um, so if you're out there and you're you're like, uh, what's what's Splatoon two bring to the table? I'm guessing it's going to be the a little bit of extras, but the core mechanics from one are the same. So if you've never played one, um, okay. So my wife loves that game, so instantly I'm like, this is for casuals. But she she loves it because she doesn't have to like go for the headshot. You know, she's not a first person shooter, um, so. She likes it because you don't have to do that. The thing that's really cool about Splatoon is, and it's funny because the devs have always said, like, oh, it's not about that. It's not about getting, like, kills. It's not about, um, you know, it doesn't have to be about that. They're kind of pulling the typical Nintendo, you know, you can be a kid, you can be an adult. It's not about, you know, trash-talking people online and getting headshots. But to be good at the game, you kind of have to... uh, take on that first person shooter style uh, because the whole point of it is the more ink that's on the ground for your team's color you win the match okay. so um, in theory 
you could be like, oh, you could run right past an enemy player shooting paint on the ground because killing that guy is not going to win the match for you, kind of. But in actuality, it does, because every time you kill someone, they have to respawn. And every time that they're respawning, they're not putting ink down on the ground. So it's kind of like that that um, that extra element of, okay, really, you do have to be really good at killing the other teammates. And it's so fast-paced. Um, that That element of... You're running forward. You're kind of throwing ink down. You're almost like Iceman, I guess, like in the comic book world, you know, throwing ice down, kind of going on your own color. And you can only drop down under the ink and become like that squidling, I think they call it. Um, and then you can go under your color and like zoom around the map. Hmm. Um, the thing that I think I like about it the most is it's just different. It's not Call of Duty. It's not... You know, I, I'm drawing a blank, but you know, like I would say more first person shooters or even third person shooters are more similar than they are different, you know, in their core mechanics. No. Um, I guess, I guess I could, like, I could, I would just say it's fun. I loved jumping into like the first one and, um, just doing kind of like bizarre things in a sense. Like, for example, not even engaging with other players and just like throwing ink down on other parts of the map. It be if you're like really OCD, this game is for you. Cause you're just like my wife, I'm like, I'm like, baby, like just throw the ink down in a general area. Let's just try to get as much down as possible. And she's like filling every nook and cranny with like color. And I'm like, I, you know, you don't so, but, but Hey, that's the way she loves to play. It brings out the inner Tourette's in her. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's it's just it's so different that it's kind of refreshing to play a game that's it's still a shooter. There's still that competitive nature to it. Like, for example, like I said, you throw ink down on the ground and it's about getting the most percentage of map coverage at the end of a match. Like each person's like a little meters like do 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 do. And then like and then all of a sudden, like, there's, I think there's a cat that's a judge. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got like these little flags, like team flags, and your meter's like it'll get close, and it's like, oh, and then it's like one person gets fifty two percent, you know. So, and then he's like, he throws like the the flag up for the winner, and it's like sometimes, and it shows the overhead of the map at the end, and you can see it the whole match too, so you can kind of look at it and be like, oh crap, we're screwed. Sometimes it's so close that I don't know if Nintendo does this on purpose, but I'm like, I don't know what the algorithm is to you know, calculate what the percentages are, but I'm like, that's questionable, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, I just, I just found it really fun, you know, and it wasn't the traditional, you know, cause some people just aren't as good as first person shooters myself. I'm like dwindling in my old age, you know, I'm finding myself less and less good over the years. That's probably not even proper English. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this is you can kind of kick back a little bit more. It's it's a little bit more um stress-free, I guess. I hope they have another demo. Like, I don't know if Nintendo really does that. Like when it drops, hopefully they have like a little demo or something like that. It's so fun. I just think it's so fun, like I said. Okay. Um, so yeah, what are the I can just say is it's, Um it's 4v4 
you have different weapon classes. I know they've recently added some, but like in the old game, there was like snipers. There's like kind of like what you would call your auto rifle. Um, they have a giant roller. So you're kind of like the guy, like you could just run out and roll paint down on the ground and you can like run behind that guy. Um, the cool mechanic to it is when, when you die, you can either spawn back at your spawn or you can look on the map and see where your teammates are. And they kind of have like this thing where it kind of like shoots you out of a cannon and you can like shoot yourself out to where your teammates are similar to, I guess, like what's like, like uh, the battlefield games where you can spawn on your squad mates. Yeah. Similar feature to that. So it's got some cool mechanics that are thrown in there. It's not just a, a basic game, you know, where it's just like, oh, you just throw ink down and then you spawn. And so they got some cool little things like that. I'm not going to uh, lie to you. I'm going to buy it now just because you talked this much about it. I could keep so, going. That's the thing. Well, I, I need to cut myself off because, like, I didn't even talk about, like, the wait, super. He's smiling or, and he's happy about a game. Yeah, it's surprising. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to buy it just because of how much he likes it. I'm buying a lotto ticket. Are you kidding me? Like, this is the night. <laughs> but see, I have to say, like, um, I wouldn't consider the Nintendo, like, you know, if someone were to tell me, like, oh, here's your choice of consoles. You're stuck on an island. Pick one. I personally wouldn't go with Nintendo. But there's, like, certain games that I'm just, like, Nintendo just has them. And that's why I own a Nintendo system. Uh, Splatoon being one of the more recent ones that I would pick. Um, like Josh knows, like uh, Pokemon Tournament. I love that game. I can't wait for that game to come out on the Switch. Everyone's probably laughing at me. I joked around that I'll probably buy that game over Destiny 2 and you guys won't see me for a month. I'm not joking. <laughs> you guys might not see me online for a month. Cause, well, maybe online playing Pokemon Tournament. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I really enjoy the game. I know my wife really enjoys the game. Um, so I think that kind of says a lot about someone that likes first-person shooters can play it and uh, a casual person that, you know, usually only plays Tetris can play it. Perfect. I'm going to chime in real quick. And uh, the one thing that I enjoyed about that game was watching my daughter and seeing the, like, I felt like she was having the moments I used to have with, with Nintendo when I was her age. When she played that game, because I mean, you're talking about a nine year old kid that's got like entertainment overload in our in our house with Xboxes and Nintendos and everything. But like when she played arms and she played Splatoon, she was just like. Just this like just a little kid in in wonder, you know, and she's nine, you know, so she's not going to have that 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 innocence too much longer. But like just that uh, I don't mean, innocence is the right word, but just, you know, that that childlike like awe where it pretty soon it's going to be, she's, she's too cool for that or whatever. Right now she just like, I can just see it on her face and I loved it. So that, that right there is a, is a purchase for me, you know, even just to play with her because she was, she was like so into it. So I, I do recommend it. Yeah. I do want to bring up just real quick. Super Nintendo had mentioned, uh, they've got a uh, single player. Uh, they had it in the first one. I believe it's coming back for the second one. Uh, he says the single player in the first game, the final boss in Splatoon one is fantastic. Some of the best boss fights in a game in a long time. I agree. They kind of go back to that Nintendo formula of, you know, there's three patterns. 
you gotta you gotta figure all three out classic nintendo stuff the bosses are really cool and each one's different they each have their own patterns so very very nintendo ish so moving along destinat was there any um i you had no, no like i said uh just stuff on the other systems i i picked gotcha. up uh well i've been playing uh that wolfenstein yeah. the new order in preparation of part two which comes out i believe this year and uh a lot of overwatch that's that's my that's my multitasking game. I can play that with the sound off while watching Twitch also on the side while running YouTube videos. Nice. That sounds like a migraine. <laughs> cool. Um awesome. Well, I want to jump into the news then. We got a, we got a handful of things. We're just going to kind of just touch on this stuff briefly just to kind of keep you guys up to date on what's going on. Um the the biggest news is the the Super NES classic the snes classic snes mini however you want to word it um 20 games plus one which is Star Fox 2 it's coming with two controllers it's um 80 dollars now just real quick 80 dollars you're looking at about f- what like four bucks a piece for the games give or take which is about what they go for on all the virtual console stuff actually i want to say they're I, I, they may be closer to like seven ninety nine. So you're actually looking at it like for people that are like wanting the virtual console, this is a better deal. You know, I know you can't take them on the go like you could on the switch, but you're getting a, a, a great library that the internet doesn't love so much. And so, really? um, yeah, there's, because there's, there's a few, I mean, it's 10 games less than the NES classic. Okay. And so when I looked at the initial list, now some games are lost to licensing. Star Wars, Turtles, that kind of stuff. Um, But I thought a game that should have definitely been on there was Chrono Trigger. And it was not. Um, Why they don't have all the Donkey Kong countries, I don't know. But it seems like they could have put at least a couple of them. Aren't those rare? I rare as in the company rare. They made them yes, but the first game is on this is is on the system, mm. and they Donkey Kong Nintendo owns the rights, so they have okay. they can reuse um, that those assets. Chrono Trigger though wasn't that Square. I, I believe it was, but but we yeah, have Street I, Fighter, so we and we have Final Fantasy, you know. So there's they're still getting some of these things. I just don't know yeah. if it's a licensing deal or what. I know that's a lot of what's happening with these systems because people are like, why don't they have them out longer? They get a short window to have the licenses for these games to put out on this console. And then that, that window is over. Like there's many lawyers and all kinds of things involved to make these things a reality. And so, you know, you have some people saying, well, that's just another cash grab or whatever. Well, I mean, Nintendo's a business. Right. If they need to make money <laughs> and if if they can if they can utilize nostalgia to make money, more power to them. I hope the cords are longer on these controllers because the other ones were literally I know what happened with the other ones. They had a ton of of uh, nunchuck cords left over and they were like, hey, it's the same. It's the same plug. Let's just put them into an NES controller. And that's the length. I almost guarantee I didn't like pull it up side by side, but I'm, I'm almost positive. It's the same length. And so um, 
Uh, hopefully the cords are longer this time around, but two controllers, you know, if you were going to pick up an NES classic and you found a second controller, it was going to be 70 bucks anyway. So it wasn't, uh, this, this isn't that much more. They're saying there's going to be more in stock than the, the first run, but it is only going to go until the end of 2017. And then after that, it's done. So far, there's no, um, there's no U.S. pre-orders, nothing, nothing in North America. You can get the Super Famicom Classic from across the pond, and a lot of the places, like I know Germany had it today, and you, it would ship to the U.S., and that has a few different games. It has a Fire Emblem game, as well as, I, I think, a different Earthbound game, and... uh so anyway, but the list of games is, is top notch in my mind. Again, they're games I pretty much already own in sometimes in multiple, um, multiple versions, but it's kind of a cool little piece of Nintendo history. And, uh, you know, the kind of thing to throw on a TV in your bedroom or, or whatever, just to be able to play those games when you want. So I don't know. What do you guys destined What do you think? When you uh, well, when you heard about this would, thing, you sent me yeah, a gif of a garbage yeah. truck flinging garbage all over the road. <laughs> okay, so I heard. I don't even remember where I originally heard it from. I don't know if it was from you or if I just happened to open up the internet and it was right there. And I literally had no reaction to this thing. And I'm just like, maybe because I'm so jaded from the NES classic, where it's just like, not that the, the NES classic. I was like, you know what? If I find one, I'll buy it. Never found one. Never bought it. I'm not paying, you know, $10,000 to go buy one off of eBay. Um, so maybe my, my expectations for this one have been, like, just insanely, insanely reduced. Um, I will say this, though. If you are hyped for one, uh, I typed in NES Classic. And what pops up? Very top story. SNES Mini pre-orders. Amazon UK sells out in minutes. Next one down. Nintendo swears the NES Classic won't sell out, sell out so quickly. So, uh, quickly, I guess, meaning the last one sold out in one minute. So maybe this one sold out in two minutes. Um, well, what happened is those places closed down their pre-orders to make sure that they weren't over-committing. And then some of them even yeah. opened back up. So there's a shop over on the on the across the pond called Game. It's like our GameStop, I guess. And they closed pre-orders and then reopened them. Yeah. And, then, and I don't know where they're sitting right now. So, so um, I, my expectation is this is going to be no different than the NES classic. It's going to sell out immediately. So like I said, if you really want one, keep your eyes open. Um, for me, I'm a big, I do like going back and playing games, whether they are on the actual retro systems or, um, dare I say emulated, um, but this to me, I see it more of a kind of like a nostalgia thing. I know people complained about the cords being too short, but I almost imagine people buying these and just setting them on their desk, like just to have like a little collectible on their desk, maybe not even using it or just to have it in the box in their collection. Or like, I think Josh, you have a case for this thing. Um, I have to ask how many times have you busted that thing out in the last month to play it? Oh, hardly at all. But you got to remember yeah. somebody like me, I have almost that entire library of games on my Wii U. So like th there's really How many not times have you busted out your Wii U to play any of those games? 
Well, we've been streaming Wednesdays have been Wednesday, and mm-hmm. so we've been I've been playing the original Metroid. And so oh, okay. I I I I do from time to time still still play those. But the thing that's fun with the the thing that's the best with like the NES classic or the 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 SNES classic is is really when you have like friends or family come over and you can fire that thing up and just watch people step back in time. You know, and the Super Nintendo, I feel like even has a a, a much better library for multiplayer oh, games with like Mario Kart and and things like that. Um, and even Super Mario World, I mean, to go back and play that game, it still holds up. Like it's still a great, it's just a great game. And uh, yeah, there there are certain games I love. I guess for me, I just don't dip back into those back catalogs as much. So the SNES classic for me is kind of like a a meh. I don't know about what. What about you, Hate? Um, well, I'll I'll start from the beginning. So number one, they dropped it down by ten games, right? So, um, we're looking for N sixty four classic is going to have a library of ten games. Yeah. <laughs> oh, four um, controllers. Don't you worry. Okay, four controllers. That's good. Um. The SNES controller you're getting is not the original. It doesn't have the uh, the controller design slightly modified. The buttons are all convex instead of concave or whatever. I don't know. I was looking at that. I know in the Famicom, they're definitely convex. I couldn't um, tell from the lighting on the U.S. version, though. Yeah, and maybe maybe uh-huh. it'll be changed in the final. Yeah. Um, but I'm... I like the lineup. I think all of those games that they chose were games that we previously chose um, in the uh, show I was on last where we picked our wonder lineup. Um, They obviously missed a few, but they're inevitably going to miss someone's favorite game. So that's fine. I think the biggest thing it's doing, though, this and the Switch, Nintendo's relevant again. And when was the last time in 10 years you hear people actually excitedly talking about the Nintendo? It just hasn't yeah. happened. Especially with the Wii U being kind of a commercial and even fan-proclaimed misstep, you know? Um, people didn't exactly love that system. And it's funny because the Wii U sold a ton, but there's actually a lot of, I guess you could say, like the Nintendo hardcores that also kind of didn't love that system, you know, because it was very heavily, you know, that the motion, the motion controls. So yeah. some people have been waiting around since the GameCube to get like a, I guess, I guess you'd say like a proper gaming console. Um, yeah, I mean, so even yeah. the, the Wii sold really well, but, you know, two years into the Wii life cycle, people weren't excited about it anymore. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, the people who still had the games were looking for, you know, Mario Galaxy or Mario Galaxy Two, but um, the the word of mouth, like just talking to coworkers or anyone, people are talking about Nintendo, which is exciting. Yeah, which is the best kind of marketing you can have. I mean, they're yeah. literally they're literally selling us to be like they're they're selling to us to be their commercials at this point. And I, I love it. I mean, I think it's, I think it's great because, because I don't think any other company has that in the, in the, in the gaming industry has that capability. I mean, I, I, I do believe there are people that just love Sony and they love the, that library and everything, but 
I I don't think there's going to be many people from their like like mid to to late thirties and a little beyond that are going to have that same um just nostalgia for a system because they the 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 PlayStation came out so much later yeah right I mean if if they're much older than us then Atari was probably what they were into if they're right at our age you know. Right now, which I'm looking at the chat and Captain Logan says, I have a good friend that doesn't have any game consoles, but he picked up the NES classic for his son and they play almost every day. And it's the boy's reward for doing good in school. Right. And so, I mean, that's, (laughs) that's awesome. That's awesome. I I mentioned on here, I played with my son and he's like, how are you, how are you alive in Contra? How are you dodging bullets like that? You know? And, uh, and it, (sighs) You said when you're like when you're just gives me son you won't have to <laughs> right exactly <laughs> exactly so um I, I guess the probably the most exciting news about this is that Star Fox Two is coming out this is a game that was complete and then was was canceled due to the fact that Sony was coming out with so many things that were 3D that looked better than what they could do on the Super Nintendo that they didn't want to they wanted to move forward with the 64 and then due to timing issues they ended up pushing a little bit and pushing it out further so they could have released it it was just like a series of unfortunate events for this game and now after like 20 years it's finally coming out and um jimmy pike saying star fox 2 was responsible for what star fox 64 became and star fox 64 is a is a is a stellar stellar title um the uh the team that made star fox 2 didn't even know it was coming out they were as surprised as the rest of us and extremely excited that what they worked on is finally going to get to the masses so um it would be fair they lock them in a basement until they want the next game to come out. So. Basically, yeah, basically. So um, that that's that's exciting. And you know, the other good thing about these little these little systems is for streaming. When you just want to be able to hook up HDMI right to a capture card and and be able to stream, that's that's twenty games right at your fingertips. Twenty one games. You know, if you include the, if you have the NES classic, also you're looking at over 50 games that you could stream. And if you get into games like Final Fantasy and Earthbound and that kind of stuff, you're talking about hours of gameplay, not just not, you know, like, like 20 plus hours sometimes like you, you could really get into, I mean, and, um, RJS run, jump, stomp guys. That's another, that's another podcast. They, they do the switch craft or he does the switch craft was talking and he talked about how he loved, a link between or a link to the past and uh super mario world and super metroid but he never beat it and i'm i'm calling you out right now rjs you gotta beat Mm. super metroid the best part of that game is the ending you gotta beat it so um yeah you mentioned real quick um about how the the convenience of just taking the you know the classics by classics i mean the snes and nes um you know, they have an HDMI connector. You can just plug that right into a modern TV and play. Um, and then earlier we talked about the $80 price tag. We get, what, what is it, 20 games? 21. It? 21 games, plus you have an HDMI output. To get, to go buy a Super Nintendo today and get a proper converter to get that thing to run 
the way this thing is going to run games on a modern TV is going to cost you way more than $80, plus all those games. Yeah, dude, that's actually an excellent so, point, man. I may, even, I may even go and put a little post up about that on the, on the Loot Cave about like... There's just no, there's no way because, first of all, what's a, what's a SNES? I'm not in the know as far as probably, what an probably, SNES is going to cost you. 80 bucks. 65 to $85, depending on where you find it and the kind of shape it's in. Okay, so you got that. Each one of these games, some of these games aren't exactly Earthbound is two hundred dollars. Yeah, I don't know where you're gonna find Star Fox Two. You're <laughs> you not. Know? Yeah. So exactly. uh, you got that right there, and then it starts getting into the nerdy techie side, which an HDMI converter isn't gonna just do the trick with these things to get them running properly you also need something that's called like a scart k a scart converter or you gotta find i think that japan makes a hdmi converter like analog to hdmi converter that it's not even sold anymore it's discontinued i forget what it's called i looked it up the other day because i'm like that'd be cool to have yeah not for eight hundred dollars it's not cool to have so (laughs) that's for a converter you still need to have things that plug into that thing and people are like, dude, that's the best thing on the market. Yeah, but it's 800 bucks. So $80 is a pretty sweet deal, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, even the other option to be able to hook up to a modern TV without any of that stuff, you can get like a Retron 5, right? That hooks up HDMI. True. That's $150 right there. And you, can Minus put games. The, and you can put the old games in, but it does an emulation thing. It can also mess up your game saves on your original carts if you have them on there. I mean... Really, to just be able to sit down and play this on a Saturday morning with a bowl of cereal, like even if I only did that like once or twice, to me it's still it's still a value. <laughs> like there's still value there, just to to sit down on the floor, crisscross applesauce like I used to as a kid, and just go to town on some of my favorite games. Hmm. I'm I'm all about it. I'm all about it. And so, um, hey, you got anything left to say on the on the SNES Classic? Yeah, uh, I think, I mean, for all the reasons you said, it's a great value. But, the you know, let's say you wanted to go the emulation route. A lot of the value, I think, is, you know, showing your kids or your family, people who don't play games, like, hey, remember playing this when we were younger? Um, the ease of use in an emulator typically isn't there. And getting it in the living room is a pain. So if you do a Raspberry Pi or something, I mean, that works, but not going to be press the power button and you're playing games so eighty dollars and it's a collector's item so i don't i don't think it's that bad yeah if you disagree with us hit us up on twitter at n64josh or at destinatlc don't dm me So, uh, um, and this is an excellent question Super Nintendo brings up, and it's something I've, I wanted to bring up and I forgot, but it says, do you think that we'll see a Game Boy Classic or N64 Classic? Also, the N64 Classic has to come, when we mentioned that earlier on about the N64 having four controllers, but um, yeah, what, what would you guys think about a Game Boy Classic or a game, and then a Game Boy Advance? Like, would that be, would that be something that uh, you guys would pull the trigger on? it'd be tough for me about the game boy because like are they gonna backlight that thing i don't have very large hands but if they hmm. made the game boy classic any smaller i just don't think i could play it can you imagine if they keep them all proportionate and it's like (laughs) 
<laughs> well, no. I mean, <laughs> it's like a fun size Snickers. Like, It'd be like good a luck with that. <laughs> I was just going to say, you can do a Game Boy Classic. Because, I mean, how many people played Snake on their Nokia cell phones? Right. You know, those right. buttons were, were minuscule. The deep head on it would suck. Because, you know. <laughs> That, Smaller that, that than was a rough. GameCube controller. Like. Yeah. Um. A game. See, a Game Boy Classic. I'm not so sure about, but a Game Boy Advance Classic. I'm thinking you could come out with, uh, even if, either it's make it the exact same size, or maybe slightly. And by slightly, I mean maybe like five to ten percent smaller than like the uh, the clamshell, the the SP. Yeah. And then just make all the games loaded in, you know, because you're not you don't need a cart. You know, I think that would be a good size. Yeah. You know. Um Yeah, and it's got the backlight and everything. Mm-hmm. They had so, that one that was like the size of a NES controller. Yeah. The, 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 little, what micro. Was it the, micro? Was the micro? Yeah. Something like that might work. Yeah, something that dude, that that again, that would be from what I understand, a lot of people um well first of all, I guess that thing was hard to find. Um, but the uh, the review I watched on it, they said, "Oh, it's kind of small, but it's kind of small for a Game Boy Advanced." But in this scenario, I think it would work perfectly. Um, the screens have also improved because I guess the screen on that thing wasn't exactly top of the line. Um, but nowadays, you know, they got you know cell phone screens that are super high quality. So throw a tiny little you know camera in there not camera um screen in there i I think that would be perfect yeah i'd be i'd be down and uh super nintendo mentioned having earthbound 3 be on the or mother 3 or whatever be uh be one of those games that uh that comes out on it so um it'd be it'd be a cool selling point um but that one's not going to be as much multiplayer though typically unless you can link up wirelessly or something with somebody else so so I, i i don't know i don't know if the i don't know if the um if the value is there for Nintendo to do something like that or not. Um, real quick, I'm just looking over the Reddit and I just want to touch on a few headlines. Kirby Blowout Blast is out in North America on July 6th. That's a, a tweet from Nintendo. Say that five times fast. Uh, Kirby's Blowout Blast. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's July 6th on the eShop, I believe. Um, this is, uh, I, I'm, it's looking like it may be from NeoGAF. Yeah. And it just says minor. It says Nintendo files trademark application for Awazon no hiho, and I don't know if I said that right. Forgive sure. me if I didn't, or hi-ho. Um, it's Virtual Boy Wario Land. Hmm. So that's kind of interesting. They would file trademarks on that. It's probably hi-ho, not he- yeah, hi-ho. So um I don't have it. There's no, I'm not even going to go into any other details on that. That's just what it says. So who knows if we're going to get the, the virtual console is all going to be virtual boy games. And mm. it, the, the switch is going to come with a headset that we can. <laughs> Destinot's just shaking his head. Just going to so, wear out all the red pixels on your screen. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Minecraft version 1.0.4 is now available to download on the eShop for the Switch. Includes new blocks, animals, and DLC. Um, other than that, that that pretty much was the main, uh, um, the the big news that I can that I can see that I can see here. Um, oh, looking at some of the people naming games they want to see. Um, Freddy's. Uh, Fright Night, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, Turtles in Time, 
you know, then we got like GameCube Classic and so on and so forth. So, you know, I, I hope Nintendo keeps going with these consoles. I would love to see an N64 Classic, of course. And uh, just mainly for the ease of use of being able to um, uh, stream some of those games. But again, licensing, you're probably not going to get GoldenEye. And you're definitely well, not going to get no point. You're definitely not going to get Perfect yeah. Dark. So, you know, um, or Killer Instinct. <laughs> You're not going to see that on either of those systems either, which would have been great. So, how would they make a Wii U classic? Would it be two parts, like a like a Wii classic with the nunchucks and the? It would all just be in the. the <laughs> yeah, would it be itself. just in the game pad, or would they actually have the separate little Wi-Fi like module? I don't think they can classic I, that yet. Like, I don't know if that was yeah. known as a classic. Yeah, I don't think on any level is that a classic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe it'll be a cult classic in twenty years. It's Nintendo's Dreamcast, so you know. We also they also haven't mentioned anything because uh, obviously there's the NES classic, the Super Nintendo classic. But when they got to the sixty four, we started seeing what an entire rainbow of colors. Is each color gonna have its own classic? Oh yeah, like the clear ones. The uh, I think there was a Pikachu version. That was all uh, weird shaped and stuff. Yeah. I mean, are they going to come out with like super rare five of the gold ones that Toys R Us sold? Right. Right. Who knows? Who knows? The, I mean, again, I mean, I, I would buy up a 64 classic in a, in a heartbeat, but um, this, this is crazy guys. We've been like, we sat down and said, okay, we're going to, this is going to be our, like, we're going to, we're going to blaze through this stuff and we're already at an hour. <laughs> <laughs> But I want to get into Metroid. I spent most of my morning listening to Metroid lore and kind of just um, getting more familiar with the series. The games in the order they come out in, in the timeline, my head hurts trying to <laughs> trying to figure all that out. Worse I, than Zelda? Uh, no. Because okay. there's there's fewer games, so that makes it that's the only reason. But it's oh. it's very similar. Um, but we got Metroid Prime Four. Yes. That um, man, I, I'm curious on where you guys stand. I know we've touched on this just quickly. I really want this game. Like a lot of people said that uh, Metroid Prime, um, they were like, oh, this is going to be the there were some people were worried that it was going to be the halo of the GameCube. I don't know why that would worry anybody. That to me would have been an, like an amazing feat. Metroid prime was still a ton of fun that, um, just that feeling of isolation you don't get often in games and, and Metroid really seems to pull that off well. And, but I think Nintendo is ready for a franchise that that kind of knocks people on their butts and says, hey, we can do first-person shooters also. And, you know, Samus Aran is, a, is, an, is an incredible character, right? I mean, she's... The fact that I just said she is one of the things that, like, blew so many people away in the eighties that oh, I just played through this game as a girl and it was awesome. You know, she wasn't a damsel in distress. She's always kind of been a, like a, a powerful um, female character. And that's, that's a, that's, that's a good thing. I want first person shooter controls. I want this to be Nintendo's halo. 
I still want the isolation. I still want that prime feel, but I want some multiplayer, some good first person shooter multiplayer. We're ready, Nintendo. I'm ready. That's not by the look on your face. I'm just thinking how they do that because um, I don't know. We're pretty far as far as first person shooters go in general. A lot of it's been done before. You know, we've done the the squad based shooters. We've done the um, it's like we've talked about even Metroid's done it before, like the isolation where you're by yourself, you know, um, Splinter Cell's done the the stealth thing. Um, a lot of a lot of a lot of mechanics and a lot of storylines have kind of really been covered by first person shooters, being that it's like the the kind of like the game of choice lately. Um I I don't even know what direction they go in. Do they focus on story? Like, you know, like like we talked about Samus's story. Do they focus on her? Because it's kind of like, well, geez, that's been done with to- done with Tomb Raider, you know. Like, how how do you make this stand out other than to be like, hey, this is Metroid? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's why they waited so long to come out with this game because they're like, what do we do that hasn't been done before, and how do we keep it Metroid? So I don't know. I have no idea what direction they're going to go in with this, and I, I don't know. I see myself being very disappointed pointed easily by this because if they just come out with it and you're like oh look it's metroid prime kind of all over again like reskinned i would be kind of bummed about that you know because i would obviously like to see a progression of some sort but at the same time it's like i feel like everything under the sun has been done before in a first person shooter so i don't know where they go i think nintendo is the company that can that can still bring about that creativity that we want to see though I think I think they still have it up their sleeves. I think Nintendo is a bunch of young developers that are ready to prove themselves that have the guidance of the older developers to like keep them from going too far off the path but still allowing them some some uh, creative freedom. And uh But let's 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 talk about multiplayer for just a second. Let's say we got some PVP, right? Well, when you look at a game like Halo, the first one, it's mainly boots on the ground, and there's some vehicles. There's a small array of weapons, and that's pretty much it. You could jump, you could go through some teleporters, right? But look at look at uh, look at a game like Overwatch, where you have many different characters that can do many different things. But then you have you have Metro and you have Samus and you've got like I was watching videos from like uh, Metroid Prime Three Corruption where like you would basically take the nunchuck and use your your grappling beam that you would typically swing with to pull a shield off of somebody and then and then be able to uh, shoot them and so it just gets me thinking as far as multiplayer goes like. You know, maybe you're you're grappling into somebody, pulling them closer for the you know the more up close, um, the up close attack, or um, maybe you know you're in a firefight and your health is getting low, and you drop down into the ball, and you can you know hit hit a shaft that gets you away from the um, the current battle to get your shields back or whatever, like. There's some there's definitely some things there that they could do to 
to bring about a multiplayer experience that isn't like anything we've 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 seen before. I mean, obviously they could take inspiration for some other games, but I think she has such a large arsenal that it wouldn't be um so limited to like what like just a boots on the ground kind of thing. I think I think they could get creative with it. And then the other thing is I wonder if they're going to do kind of a whole play on words with it being Metroid Prime 4 and maybe have like a four player co-op. And I know that takes away from that feeling of isolation, but what if it's the kind of thing where the co-op is you all drop into the planet in different places and end up having to try to find each other and then go about fighting a boss or something together, kind of like a raid that you don't start together. And the only reason I, I, I say that is because the same team that is creating this game is the same team that created Metroid Prime Federation Force. And that's essentially what that game was. It was a four-player raid over and over again, progressing through a level and fighting a boss with four people. The game is not a bad game. It just got a bad rap for being called Metroid. <laughs> like, if it had been called anything else, Space Hunters, whatever, it, people probably would have enjoyed it. But because of the name, it got shot down so fast. Uh, hey, what do you think, man? Uh, Single-player story similar to Old Prey. Um, not necessarily in story, but how it plays. Um, Running on ceilings and stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. why not why not get some new crazy abilities? And then I want a multiplayer like Quake or Unreal Tournament. We've got a million Call of Duties, Halo's done, Destiny and Halo are, you know, similar in play style, so um big arena combat style. Um just cuz I I think if they can do it right with good controls and God forbid Nintendo gets online going. They could really uh, corner the market on that type of shooter. It, yeah, and you know the we mentioned it on here before. The argument is always that well, Metroid doesn't sell well. That's on Nintendo. Make yeah. this a game that people are that's just they're everyone's buzzing about because they can't get enough of the of the multiplayer. I mean, could you imagine like like going into a like a like a pub or going you know anywhere doing a meetup and it's like everybody pulls out their switches and you're you're playing a first person shooter like sitting with somebody at the in the on the bus or on an airplane or or what you know whatever like. That's not something that we have the 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 ability to do really. I mean the PSP and the DS don't really offer that um the, the Vita or whatever they don't really offer that uh that like the Switch could. So the potential here is 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 absolutely huge and I just I hope I I I hope they take advantage of it and I and I hope they put out something that that's that not only sells well but sells consoles that we see ourselves in another position where people are trying to get that game so they can get, um, they can get the system so they can get that game as fast as possible. And, uh, you know, N Nintendo's the company that can do it. And, and who knows how long this game's been in development for? I'm not, I'm not quite sure, but you know, if it's been there for a while, they could really have something nice and polished. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think, not only can the Vita not do it and the DS, but the PlayStation and the Xbox can't. You know, you're not going into a pub and playing against anyone on a Xbox or a PlayStation either. So, if they can prove that they can do first-person shooters well, you know that 
that brings your Call of Duties, your Battlefields, and you know maybe at 720p instead of 1080, maybe at 30 frames instead of 60, whatever they have to do. You know, maybe a few trees less on the Switch version. Oh, this game sucks because the the Xbox has 37 trees on this level, but Switch only has 15. Um, but I, that's okay because now you've got it portable. As long as it's solid, I think they have potential. Speaking of that, have you guys heard anything on Payday 2? I'm not extremely excited about the game, but more so Mm-mm. what it brings to the system. I haven't heard any kind of follow-ups with it or anything. Um, but but again, that you know, that may end up being the game we have to go to for the first-person shooter. But uh, um, my fingers are crossed that it's going to be that it's going to be uh, Metroid. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I I don't. Know. This just popped in my head while we were talking. Like I didn't really exactly answer the question, like what I'd like to see. But like I I I'm, like the thing that popped in my head. I guess would be like I want to see Metroid as as. Uh, what was that? What's, what's solid Metal Gear Solid Four, where I had like old Snake. I want to see old Metroid, where she's like old fifty Samus. years old. Yeah, you know, maybe she's only got one arm. The other one's biotic now. And she's just like <laughs> okay. just getting beat down on. You know, like I don't know. Like there's something that goes along with these games. Like usually they have a female protagonist. Maybe I'm just a sadist, but like, like I love the Tomb Raider games, the newer ones, where it's just like. You this character who, on the surface, you're like, oh, it's a female character. She's weak. She can't do anything. But then she gets the crap beat out of her literally like the entire game. And it was kind of a prequel to the other Tomb Raiders because in the in the the older Tomb Raiders, it's like, you know, she she was already a badass. She was already, you know, swinging through vines in the jungle. But it's like you got to see what got her to that point. So I'm not saying I want to see a prequel of Samus, but like we kind of see Samus and she's already a badass. So it's like, what, what happens to a badass when they're 50 years old? I mean, I guess we already know because they have the untouchable movies, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you now, Nintendo's not going to age one of their characters. It's yeah. Never- I mean, these are, these are like, I guess you could say like hypothetical wish lists, yeah. but the, I, not just Nintendo, but video games in general. I really like to see when companies take something that like, I like I said, they could very easily, I think, take Metroid Prime 4 and just take make it an updated version of the other Metroids. I know Nintendo doesn't usually do that, because look at Mario Odyssey. That doesn't look like... Yeah, you could say it looks like Galaxy, but obviously there's more to it than that. So I really hope they don't play it safe. Because I guess that's my biggest gripe about games in general lately, is that they seem to be playing it safe. It's like they've done the market research... It says that 18 to 35-year-olds love this. Let's give them tons of that. I like, think if they were to choose a game to to take a risk on, Metroid's the perfect title because, like Josh said, they don't sell incredibly well. Yeah. Yeah, if, it, if it's like you're like, oh, this isn't going to sell well anyways, have fun with it. Yeah. Just make it crazy. And then if it's too crazy and the fans are like, this is garbage, be like, oh, well, this is from the alternate timeline, so don't worry about it. <laughs> So I'm going to break down the timeline real quick because that's not what you're saying about, uh, about her being aged mm. basically. And I, I guess I'm going to say spoilers. If, 
if you know if you if you're like i want to go back and play this i've got a game boy i've got the wii u and i can go get on the virtual console so spoilers right now we're going to talk about all the metroid games um not going to go into big like a lot of detail spoiler stuff that's not what i'm going to do but there this is kind of a major spoiler kind of esque the last metroid in the in the as far as the lore goes is metroid fusion and that's because you get attacked by the X parasite, which is why the Metroids were created by the Chozo to begin with. And they have to take Metroid DNA and, and infuse it into Samus's body. And now her suit is actually part of who she is. And she can't never... Samus is a girl. Major spoilers. Come on, man, dude. <laughs> I hate both of you. Um, <laughs> So fan cast. So she. So, so basically, they've kind of unless they're going to unless they're going to continue with with fusion, every other game is going is it technically takes place before that. Huh. And so again, we have no idea. But Metroid Fusion is technically Metroid Four. That's how the game starts. This is Metroid Four. So. It, the year 2075 is when Metroid and Metroid Zero Mission took place. Um, then f- next in 2076, you have Metroid Prime and Metroid Prime Hunters. Okay. Then 2077, Metroid Prime Echoes. 2078, Metroid Prime 3 Corruption. 2079 was the Return of Samus, which is the Game Boy game. So, and let me go back. So the Metroid and Metroid Zero Mission, that Metroid is NES, Metroid Zero Mission is Game Boy Advance, Metroid Prime is GameCube, Metroid Prime Hunters is DS, it's a first-person shooter, really, like, hand cramps, hand cramps guaranteed. Um, Metroid Prime Echoes was GameCube, that was the sequel. Metroid Prime um, 3 Corruption was Wii. Then Metroid 2 Return of Samus is Game Boy. Then Super Metroid, um, the same year in the in the timeline is 2079, Metroid Other M 2080, and then Metroid Fusion 2081. So that's I mean, like I said, it's very like we played Metroid 2, you know, hmm. that was the second game we played, but yet it's the like fifth game in the in the lore. So, and I mean, the story is actually kind of, if you, if you, if you get into it and you, and you, you want to watch some videos and stuff on YouTube, there's a, there's a handful of good ones that kind of break it down. It's, it's, it's kind of fun if you want to just uh, kind of veg out on the story. But, um, one of the things I wanted to make sure we brought up is that super Metroid is one of the, one of the best games on the super Nintendo. And in my mind is one of the best games that has been, that was ever made. Like it was the first time that I've, and I've said this a couple times on the show. It's the first time I felt an emotional experience while playing a video game. Um, uh, unlike anything else, for some reason, watching Samus not want to kill this, this baby Metroid, why that struck me, I don't know. Um, and then seeing what happens at the end of that game uh, with those two characters, it just, I mean, it just, it just hit me even when I was real young. So, but what's interesting about this game is it almost didn't happen on, on num- with, for numerous reasons. And this is what's interesting about Nintendo. Are, are you pointing at me? 
No. I think he's giving you the finger. Oh, um, this is what's interesting is that this game was was basically created in private, like in secret. They 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 had to like they were told no, you're not making it, and then this small group of developers continued making it and then brought the project before um i believe it was uh uh oh i can't remember his name now it's a it's uh something gung po gung or whatever i can't remember his first name it's it's escaping me right now but uh um basically the creator of metroid and um he th- they they finally greenlit the thing you know, and then they were they were given very small budget and that kind of stuff. It was just, but what's interesting to me is like I feel like there's a number of Nintendo games that this happens, and it's like, do they not keep track of their employees, or are these people just working like, like all of the time? And then they 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 put out these. I mean, honestly, in my mind, Super Metroid is one of the best games, period. Like period, one of the best games ever made the 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 sense of exploration the sense of isolation the 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 characters um you know it just there's just so much to it the the progression the the upgrades the suit all of that and the fact that they had to like behind closed doors make this thing without permission and then they put out a product like this it's like the question i have is would it have been different if they had had permission would it have been less polished because it's like they need to show something that is phenomenal so they can get it to pass, like get it to go through, you know? And so it, it, I don't know. It's, it's crazy to me that, and it's, I know it's not the only Nintendo game that's had that same, same situation. There's been a handful of games that I didn't know the story about this one where it was like done in secret and they kind of had to basically probably be like, Hey, look, it's already done, you know, like you want to green light this, you know, like, uh, it just kind of goes to show, um, this happens not only in the video game industry, but you know, movies as well. Um, a lot of things aren't exactly, you know, we hear the name Miyamoto all the time and people are just like, Oh, he's the star. He's just a genius. You know, him and George Lucas should go live in a log cabin together. Um, well, yeah, like these, there's huge teams behind these games or movies, and a lot of times it's like this this young talent comes in, you know, and it's he's like the new excited kid over in the back corner of the probably the 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 meeting room, you know. He's probably just like, oh, what about a make? What about making this first person? You know, that'd be sweet. And they're probably like, no, no, Metroid's a side scroller. You don't know what you're talking about, you know, like. And then they come up with these ideas and someone just decides to take a chance and probably be like, yeah, sure, go ahead and make this, you know, and then and then, yeah, it ends up being a huge hit. And I think I think in a lot of industries, you know, you get these these people that have been in them for a really long time and it's kind of just like, hey, we listen to this guy because he's been here for 40 years. And it's kind of like, well, that's the problem. This dude's been here for 40 years. Let's get the the new hungry guy, you know, that, that really wants to make something new and exciting like you got to give those people a chance every once in a while. So, um, yeah, this isn't exactly, it's, it's almost like par for the course with the Nintendo now. Um, I think it's been back Splatoon. I think if I remember correctly. They gave them kind of like a, I think it was a new team and they were just kind of like, Hey, what do you guys want to do? And they came out with Splatoon, which I love. And I know a lot of people do too. 
Gumpai Yokoi was the name I was going for there. I just wanted to get that out because uh, I was just called racist in our chat for not saying their names correctly. <laughs> They're people too, Josh. I wasn't reading it. I was going off memory. Forgive me. Okay. Forgive me. So, um, but yeah, that that alone, I kind of want to do a little more research and just find out like more of the games that we, we probably shouldn't have, but we did because people said, you know what? I, we, we have to do this, you know? And it's like, does Nintendo encourage that because they know the kind of quality of games that come out that way? Like, is it almost like, an, like, like did somebody wink at him when they said, no, he's like, you know, they're at that meeting and they're like, should we make this? And the guy's shaking. Yes. But he's like, no, <laughs> and they're like, yeah. what do we do? No, you know, the head not. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. I've heard, for example, I've heard Miyamoto is an amazing talent and has given us so much as far as games go. But I've also heard he's held back a lot of games because you know, over at that company, it's kind of like, you know, what he says goes. So I've, I've also heard kind of the, you know, air quotes, horror stories about what goes on over there, you know? So I think, I think it's just, it probably goes, probably goes both ways. I'm sure that, you know, the, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name, but I'm sure they're working on a other game. They have access to all the textures and then in their spare time, they're doing a little side project for fun, not thinking it's ever going to get flushed out. I'm sure when they presented it, they're like, wow, this is a cool game, but they maybe didn't have a story or something to go along with it. And that's where you get the fully polished. It seems like that's what happens with a lot of these companies. You know, you've got access to to all the equipment to make whatever you want, but you know, you're working on your piece of the project, and on the side, you're doing. Isn't that how Cliffy B started Gears of War? Like, I don't think Gears of War was intended to be what it was. He kind of made yeah. that on the side for fun. So. I know um, the creator of uh, Smash Bros. on the Wii U um, on his on his free time or whatever started um, messing with NES games and adding elements to them and stuff. And that's how we got the NES remix where you have all these little mini games and stuff tied to uh, um, tied to original NES games. And uh, again, just something that he was, oh, I'm bored, you know, and then yeah. turns it into a an amazing like a really fun uh game i mean i spent hours playing that trying to three star all the courses and whatnot like and when you can add mini games to like punch out and zelda and the adventures of link and all that stuff like i mean good on you i remember doing golf and all of a sudden you see like just massive rainstorms and wind that were <laughs> not in the original game you know and so um it, it, it's good stuff, but I definitely want to dig a little deeper and find out what, how many games were started in secret. And so, uh, um, if anybody's got any good info on that, hit me up, hit me up, let me know. So we should, uh, we should put a bow on this thing, gents. It's been fun. I can't, but when we talk about Nintendo, the time goes by so <laughs> fast, so fast. We're almost at an hour and a half and, oh man, one day we'll get it down to an hour. Maybe. Nope. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> Destinot, where can we find you, bud? People can find me on Twitter at Destinot TLC. Also here on twitch.tv slash the loot cave. 9 p.m. Pacific time. Talking Nintendo. And then earlier than that, 7 p.m. 
Pacific time. We talk uh, Destiny sprinkled in with uh, some general gaming news. Cool. Cool. Hate, you're not much for social media, but mm-hmm. you still got your Switch and whatnot. You want people to play with you or whatever? Yeah, you can't really find me, but uh, I am on the Discord, the NPC Discord. So if you want to play some maybe Splatoon in the future, or if you want to throw arms with me, um, you can hit me up there. Cool. Cool. And I will have a link to that. Uh, I think it's the lootcave.com slash NPC Discord is the is the link if you want to join that discord and hang out with us there we, we talked nintendo and you know if, if people are looking for amiibo oh i did get all the zelda amiibo i didn't even mention that mm. um i was fortunate enough to pre-order the two and got in on the amazon order um they shipped it to me in an envelope and it was kind of a little bit bent but nothing creased so i wasn't too just upset. take it out of the bag hold on can we pause why are there no arms amiibo <laughs> mm. Like, why well, not? Maybe one day. Maybe that'll be a DLC. I mean, they would make cool amiibo with the like flexi arms. Like, come on, <laughs> Nintendo. Well, they said all the DLC will be free, but they can't. You know, amiibo won't be free. So yeah, the, it's inside the amiibo. Yeah. The DLC is free. You got to pay for the amiibo though. Yeah, yeah. The uh, it'll be new characters too. They won't even be the old ones. They'll be new character. You want a new character in arms? Buy the amiibo. There you go. Buy 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 Gen One Mario. <laughs> yeah. Fireball Fireball Mario. <laughs> <laughs> so um guys you can find me on twitter at n64josh you can find me on twitch twitch.tv slash n64josh and guys um i had my chat help me write my resume last night because i'm going to apply at ign for the nintendo editor position who knows what will happen but i figure it can't hurt to try in the three hours it took to rewrite my resume because I opened up a Google Docs and just let my chat have at it, I don't think everybody that has talked to me since or during the thing said they had never laughed so hard during a stream. I had never laughed so hard during a stream. I was crying. I know Jimmy Pike said he was crying. Henny messaged me today and was like, I can't. That was that was that was insanity because they were just, they were typing jokes. Destinot got in there and like, I mean, it was, it was out of control. Alcacel Sertini was there. Like she's trying to, I felt like she was trying to corral everybody and everybody has funny animal names. When you get on the Google hmm. doc, like anonymous beaver and anonymous Fox. And I don't know, we were just, we were rolling. It was, it, she's saying best stream ever. Like it was hilarious. So, um, that may continue. We may continue stuff like that. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to uh, not on my resume, but maybe something else. Mm-hmm. Cause we had a, we had a good time there. We would be onto something. So that's twitch.tv slash N64josh. I'm doing Wednesday is the NES day where I'm, I'm streaming an NES game. It's a little later at night, typically like eight o'clock. Um, Mondays are Mario Mondays, so we're we're doing some kind of Mario game then, and then uh, just whatever else I feel like playing throughout the week. But trying to uh, trying to stream as often as I can and keep the balance of family and everything else. So um, come hang out if you want. It's a, it's a good time. It's a good time. Grab some games with me if I'm playing Mario Kart or something like that. Like I, I gladly gladly play with uh, whoever joins the stream. So um, if you have a second, you can leave us a review on iTunes. I really really appreciate that. It, uh, it just helps us get, uh, you know, kind of move up the ranks and everything and, um, it helps get more eyes on this show, more eyes and ears. So we really appreciate it. If, uh, if you're loving this, feel free to, feel free to share it with some friends, family, whatever. Like if they, you think they'd be into it, we'd really appreciate it. So, um, and guys, you can also follow me like on Instagram and stuff like that. Facebook, um, 
and I post a lot of Nintendo pictures on my on my Instagram. So, and that's just uh, I believe it's just N64 Josh. So, um, hate. Thanks for hanging out, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me, Brian. Thank you. Thank you, guys in the chat. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. And we'll uh, uh, next week's gonna be a little different because we got the Fourth of July. So. I may just record something. I'm going to be in Florida for Destiny Con or Guardian Con, but I may just record something a little shorter and uh, and put it out for uh, for the show, so we won't have a week off. But it'll just be something a little more low key. So that's it. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Later. <laughs>